Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Food bloggers, what is up? I hope your summer is going awesome. Uh, By the time this episode gets scheduled published, um, it will be, I believe, mid-July. So I hope you're having a great July. I am currently, at the time of this recording, getting ready for vacation at the end-ish, middle-ish of June. And for that reason, I am going to attempt not to edit this episode at all. So we'll see how it goes. I may have some flubs here and there, so bear with me. Uh, Today, I'm going to record this solo episode, and I want to talk about discipline and consistency and what can happen when we implement both of these things into our businesses and our lives and the magic that can come from it. This is a topic that I love thinking about and talking about. So this episode is going to be packed with good stuff, but it's also going to be kind of short and sweet. So before I get to that, I would love to tell you about this new kind of avenue I'm starting to open up with my business with the eBlog Talk side, and that is coaching. I decided to take on a few coaching clients starting here in the middle of summer and toward the end of summer. So if you're interested in receiving coaching from me, let me know. Just send me an email and we can see if it's a good fit. I only have a couple of spots available. So if this is something you're interested in, sooner the better. The sooner the better. Okay, let's talk about discipline plus consistency and the fact that in my opinion, this is the magic formula that equals success. So one thing about me I am always creating these formulas in my head, which you've probably heard me talk about before, and which is also kind of funny because I'm definitely not a math person. And to me, the word formula is tied to math. Um, But I do believe that life is all about formulas. If you think about it, all of the good and all of the bad habits that we set into motion are really based on a formula of some sort. Good morning routines, for example, are formulas. Bad eating habits are also formulas. So if you get out of bed and you exercise and you meditate to start your day, that's a good morning routine. And what happens? You're starting your day with peace. If you eat whatever you feel like eating, you feel like garbage and you gain weight. It's a formula. So something plus something equals something, either success or not not a success, right? So this is kind of a deep question, but what is the formula for success? What would you say? Talking about anything you have achieved success success with in your life. So think about something that you feel like you've really succeeded in. How did you get there? Do you think it was by chance? And even if it seems like maybe it was luck or chance, it probably wasn't. There was probably some element um, of having a formula involved in order for you to get there. So this is what I have been thinking about recently. Another thing besides the formula thing. 
I've been asking myself this. Have I achieved success like me, Megan Porta? Am I successful? And from my own perspective, which by the way is the only one that matters, my perspective, nobody else's really matter on my life, my answer to that question would be yes. I have. Success for me personally means living a life of flexibility so I can work when I want and on what I want. It means I can walk my boys to school in the morning and walk them home in the afternoon. It means I have the freedom to travel with my family. It means having quality people in my life who are positive and who are inspiring. It means having good habits, a good marriage, um, good relationships with my friends, and enjoying evenings in my yard with my family and I don't know, doing things like being able to jump on the trampoline with my boys and or swing with my boys or go for a walk with my boys. All of that is success to me. So then I ask myself this question, do I want more than that? Like, is this good enough? And I would say for now, for this moment, yes, this is good enough. But do I want more? Of course I do. There's always something new that I'm dreaming about or um, thinking about having in the future, but I'm also happy with where I'm at right now. And I feel like this life of mine that I have in this moment is definitely success to me. Your life and your definition of success is different, of course, and that is good. You should not want my life and I should not want your life. Success for you looks very different than what success might look for, like for me. So now I ask myself, how did I get here? How did I get to this place I love so much and that I consider to be successful for Megan? It wasn't by chance. I certainly encountered some good fortune along the way, but I did follow a formula and here's what I believe it is. Having a deep understanding of what I want is the first piece, plus discipline, plus consistency, equals magic, slash success, slash loving the moment and loving just being where I am. So I would love to talk you through these three elements of my little magic formula, um, just to kind of dive deeper. So number one is having a deep understanding of what you want. Without this piece, you will never know where you're headed. And if you don't know where you're headed, you don't have any idea about what path you're on or where you want to go or where you should be going. You've got to know where you want to go if you ever want to get somewhere, right? I'm a huge believer in sitting down regularly to set goals And once you have goals set, to review your goals and maybe tweak them even. Long-term goals are ideal. So I always think in terms of three-year goals and one-year goals. That's where I always start. And I occasionally ask people this that I'm either coaching or talking to on the podcast. I will say, what are your three-year goals? And sometimes people have answers that they know very well that they've thought through. 
But every once in a while, the response will be something like, oh my goodness, I've never thought about this. I have no idea where I want to be in three years. And this question prompts people to really think through dreaming and think through what their future dreams are three years from now and one year from now. And it's always so fun to watch people work through this because we we have those dreams and they're not always right in our fingertips. We have to really extend our imaginations to let ourselves go there. So I'm a huge dreamer. I've always been a huge dreamer. I remember as a child just having wild, crazy dreams that I knew I wanted to reach someday. And I encourage you guys to do this too. Allow yourself to dream often, get into the habit of it. And when you do that, dream big, go really big, tap into as much emotion as you possibly can when you're doing this too, because that is where the magic really is. So ways to do this, I would recommend either if you've never done this before, um, if you have done it before, you probably probably already have a process. But if you've never done it before, either sit quietly with yourself with your eyes closed in a quiet room. You can even get into sort of a meditative state and just let yourself, your mind wander to that place where you really start stirring up emotion. Or I also recommend just sitting down with a journal or um, just with your computer and typing something out and just start writing until you can't write anymore. And most likely you're going to come across things that you did not even know were sitting in your head. Both of these are really, really magic. So either way, think three years into the future. And if you want to do it now, if you're in a safe place and not driving, um, you can do it now. So close your eyes and just listen to me talk. So you're thinking three years into the future. Where are you? Who are you with? How do you feel? How are you spending your time? And really think about what the essence of your situation is. Is there peace surrounding you? Is it simple? Is there simplicity? Is it light or dark or maybe beachy? Maybe you can smell something that is really desirable. Is it filled with silence or laughter? So kind of explore this. If you need to press pause, then do that. And if you go the writing route, just kind of explore that same thing, thinking ahead into the future. So once you have kind of um, defined where you're at and what the essence is, take note of that and maybe it takes some time to go write it down and just come back to this place when you need to because you're going to want to explore it more. This is the place you want to go when you are dreaming. Repeat this until you're just really, really clear about what that place is. And the more you do it, the clearer it will become and the easier this process will be. And then before you know it, you're going to have this really clear picture of what your dreams are and who's in your dreams and how they smell and taste and feel. 
So I would recommend doing this for a handful of days at least, if not over the course of a few weeks, until you get a really clear picture in your mind of what those future dreams and feelings and details are. And a strong, having a strong, positive emotional response is really important. It is super important that that strong response is tied to your dreams because that is what is going to propel you forward and help you to take action. The stronger your desires and your emotions are, the more quickly success, whatever that means to you, is going to come. If you try to skip over this part of the equation, you will not follow through with the next step. So this is a really important part. If you have never done this before, I really encourage you to do it. Not only is it fun, just dreaming about your future world and the reality you want for yourself and your family, maybe. Um, It's really fun. So in the show notes, I'm going to link to an article that I wrote a few years ago that is on the eBlog Talk website, and it's about how to trigger positive emotion. So if you find this process really hard, go read some of those ideas and you will be able to find some other ways to tap into it outside of just um, sitting quietly and writing. Okay, now we're going to move on to number two, the second part of the equation, which is discipline. So now you have a very clear understanding about what you want. Now you need to figure out what steps you need to take that will move you closer to that end goal. So how do you figure this out? Well, you you know your end goal, and then you work backward and you create guideposts for yourself. You set goals that you can take action on every month. Oh, let's even start further out. Every quarter, and then every month, every week, and every day. This will move you closer to attaining that future freedom. And this is where you tap into that magic word known as discipline. So discipline is, I looked this up, I think this is from dictionary.com, I believe. Quote, activity, exercise, or a regimen that, that develops or improves a skill. And it's also known as a training. End quote. So if you look back through history, all of the success stories, you know, the ones we read about, the people who have just done mind-blowing things and achieved such great results, people like Thomas Edison and all of those other inventors and amazingly smart, um, successful and accomplished individuals, All of those stories involve people who are highly disciplined, every single one of them. Any person on this planet who has accomplished great things has had the quality of being disciplined. So in our terms, what does discipline look like? This is just put really simply, I would consider it to be um, something that involves taking action, also resisting temptation or maybe even avoiding temptation completely, and prioritizing and protecting the important things, knowing what those things are, and then following through with them. 
The last part of the equation is my favorite part. It is consistency, or you could also call this persistence. I love both of those words. So we have knowing where you want to go. That is a super important piece. Being disciplined is also super important. But consistency is kind of the glue that brings all of this together. If you are in touch with your future goals and you are disciplined some of the time, then what's going to happen? You might eventually reach those goals, but who knows when or if it'll happen. If you add consistency to the mix, though, you are certain to get there via the fastest route possible. I've talked about just this piece of the equation before on this podcast a couple of times, and I just love this concept of doing one small thing repeatedly in order to achieve really big results. To me, it's the coolest concept because it doesn't require you to do a ton of things at once. A series of really small steps repeated on a consistent basis can add up to monumental results. I always think of that quote from Shawshank Redemption after everyone realizes that Andy Dufresne had managed to create this crazy tunnel from his uh, prison cell in order to escape from prison using nothing but a rock hammer. And the quote goes like this, that's all it really takes, pressure and time. I love that quote. I've always loved that quote. I've always been drawn to it. Um, But the whole concept is that creating a tunnel long enough to escape from prison with a tiny rock hammer seems like an overwhelmingly monumental task. But when you chip away at it, little by little, every single day, you can do it. It's totally doable. It's feasible. Feasible. And I mean, I know it's a movie, but Andy did it. (laughs) So when you apply discipline and consistency to any task or goal or dream that you would like to achieve, it will get done. Nothing will help you achieve your goals more quickly than when you take the steps you know you need to take and you do it consistently no matter what. Also, just to point out that a byproduct of being disciplined and consistent is that you create habits. After a while, you move into autopilot mode and you're doing the things that are helping you move closer to your goals with much less effort. And after even more time, you're doing those things with ease, which is also a cool concept. So something that starts out really difficult when done consistently is less difficult and when done even more consistently is actually easy. Love that. So this is such a simple concept and it's taken me less than 20 minutes to talk through it, but it's not easy to do, right? I mean, we can talk through this and say, oh yes, this plus this plus this equals success, but actually putting it into action is another story. But I'm going to recap really quick. Um, So step one, use that emotion to get in touch with what you really want and to figure out what your most cherished dreams are. 
Uh, Step two, work backward from those dreams to create clear next steps and commit to taking action. And step three, show up and do those things that you need to do consistently over and over and over and over. Don't stop. Keep moving one little step at a time. And all of that together is success, whatever success is to you. So I'm curious now, which part of that equation do you struggle with most? Is there one piece that comes really easily for you or that is really difficult for you to master? I would love to know. Reach out to me and let me know. Megan at eatblogtalk.com. And as always, please feel free to reach out and just chat about this. If this is something that you want to implement more of in your life and you want to get that success um, that you haven't gotten yet, you haven't reached yet. I'd love to have a discussion with you. Let's talk about it because I love watching food bloggers succeed. You guys are amazing. Um, I think that's it. I got through this entire episode without really saying anything weird or messing up. So I'm just going to run with it, publish as it is. Thank you for bearing with me. Again, I hope your summer is going great. You guys are amazing and you inspire me every single day. So thanks for listening, food bloggers. I'll see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.